everyone, and welcome back to another super exciting episode of Serious Dungeon Time. At the time of me recording this intro, it is currently January 1st, and I just want to wish everyone a happy new year. I hope you all managed to stick to whatever resolutions you came up with. It has been so long since we have released an episode. I do apologize. Whatever, that's the usual. I just want to say what an honor and a privilege it is to keep trucking along in this podcast, counting down episodes until we hit 100, no matter the pace, and just what a fun time I've had recording these last few episodes with my friends. I'm so excited. So... We were able to do a batch recording uh, in late November, and now these are just now getting to the point where we can release them. Life is busy. It's, it's happening. It's it's all the time. It's, uh, it's unavoidable. So whatever pace we get them out, that's just how it's going to be. We've also implemented a new technique in this series of episodes. Instead of individually recording them on our laptops and then bringing them together, we recorded them all on one laptop through a virtual mixer. So the quality might be a little bit hit or miss. We're still trying to work out the kinks and we thank you for your patience. Without further ado, the story picks up right where it left off. The players are investigating the graveyard where they think they may find clues to the whereabouts of the first ranger. What things are they going to unearth in this graveyard? Secrets of history's past? Ancient weapons or items to guide them in the future? Or challenges and puzzles that will thwart them in the present? Stay tuned for episode 44, Tomb Raiders. Right, boys, it looks good. Are we back? We're back, back, baby. baby. Serious dungeon time. Serious dungeon time. Back on the air. WFM The Beaver. I haven't thought about my first words back, but I just said them, so I guess there goes that opportunity. Dylan, you need to think more. I, as previously stated, was going to write just such this ceremonious reintroduction to this wonderful thing we call Serious Dungeon Time, and then I did not. <laughs> Why did you? I did not have time. Oh. I do have a question, if I may ask a question. Okay. Ask. ask you have at least seven questions. Because, ask well, them. No, just one. Okay. Because we haven't seen each other in person in so long. Um, I was curious, and I did the math for my own answer. How long has it been? <laughs> how long has it been since you played D and D? Because I can tell you, I have not played D and D as of today in one hundred and fifty-three days. Uh, was you that haven't the, played at all. at all. That as a player, the last time I touched Dungeons and Dragons was as a DM, but that was 120 days ago. Wow, okay, it's been way too long. That's Four, quite a few days. Was that months, first number? Roughly? The last time we played? Um, no, that was not the last time we played. Okay. It's been two months longer, I think. Whatever the last month we played. That was the last time I played D&D. So, yeah, we met up a couple times to do, like, some little inter interlude, you know, one-shot kind of things, do yeah. some little little bit of world building, um, but we haven't, we, we didn't have the chance to record because we were, you know, trying to get this new setup going and, and, you know, just the timing didn't work out. And holy crap, like, I just would love to reiterate that I am just so incredibly glad to see you all. Oh. Um, yeah, and here's to, here's to the road to 100. 
The road to 100. Road to 100. The road. You know what? This calls for celebration. Oh wait, I have a, I have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so Benjamin has an entire gallon of Sunny Delight that he's going to drink this episode. Okay, but why is, why is, why is he holding it up like they can see it? <laughs> That's a good question. That's an excellent question. <laughs> because everything you put in front of the butt of the mic is It's true. The little mic has a butt. I'm going to open it up for you. Hang on. Let's, let's get that ASMR. Oh, the gate might block it. <laughs> what is that noise? It's no sound. It's it no sound. Oh. I got one even better, oh. gentlemen. Here's Major Melon coming at you hot. Oh yeah, ah. that's Kool Aid. That's different. That's a different <laughs> drink. Mountain Dew. Refresh your taste buds with Major Melon. Dew charged with watermelon flavor and other natural flavors. So I'm guessing there's more than just watermelon in here. But you know me, I like my watermelon Tastes like for fruit obvious reasons. And the military. So I guess we're just gonna skip over my question. <laughs> I already told you. Oh, did we all the answer? I was curious, you you but no. You did the math on your answer. I assumed you were good. Screw me, I guess. Y'all, y'all go ahead. No, I said two months longer than you, dude. It, it is, okay. it was two I that doesn't make The last time I played... <laughs> Actually, no, I think it was the same month. 60 days? Longer? A, a little, a, I don't know. I really don't remember. I, 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 would, I would say 200 days ago. I remember played, the last time we played. Oh, played. Played for me like less than 30. I've, I haven't ever... When we left that day... It was done. I never played oh, yeah. with anyone else. Same I never here. touched a paradise. I was Aww. like, I'm saving my You're accidents, You're so D&D bro. loyal yeah. to your D&D wow. proverbial house. <clears throat> yeah. I love you guys, and you guys are my husbands, and you'll stay that way. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I continue that sentence? It has been 185 <laughs> days, 3, 47 hours. What's that in seconds? 58 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> So long, I have forgotten how to roll a die. Oh, no. Michael. You just do this. I'll show you the muscle memory. This is how okay. you roll. This is how you roll. <laughs> you just do this, Benjamin. <laughs> That's all you do. Yeah, yes. Benjamin, yeah, you're really like good that. at that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It usually oh, takes a while God. to get to that step, hey, but hey, I'm glad you picked up. Hey, you lasted up. a number two. Two Ooh. minutes. We gotta remember what rating hey, this podcast is, guys. <laughs> we have a rating our section. Hey, I can I can flag individual episodes as explicit if I want to. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'll leave all the parts I usually get. Gentlemen, we are about to embark on a fantastic journey in our imaginations. Woo! Are you as excited as I am? Scared, <laughs> petrified. I need to work on Chippy's voice. Get off my game. I don't remember hear. mine. It's it the same like, as everyone's. I'll just, I'll just. Can I talk like this? No, Michael. I don't know. I feel like, like you fluctuate. I feel like you. I'm a stereo. I feel like you. That's what, I that's what, that's what it sounds like. Wait, what do I sound like? I don't know. You, you sound no, like, like Casker. Not gonna lie, I'm like I'm still really in my head right now. So like, I because I'm, I'm just I am desperately wanting to create the most epic of tales with you, gents. Oh no. And so. I'm going to have to kill all of you guys and start over because this okay. one's going nowhere. Okay. I told I'm you we should make it. It better be epic. <laughs> okay. This is epic. What's that guy's name? The scam guy? Oh, Ronald the... Reagan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no. Ronald Reagan with the famous V-Bucks scam. <laughs> <laughs> Secretary of State giving out V-Bucks. Is that what they do? Uh, I don't know politics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. 
The okay. Secretary of State just waits for the Vice President. To like die. I said, I was gonna write something fantastic to get us all caught up. I but I'm, we're not doing that. Um, this one is, as you say, off the the dome, off the cuff of the of the improv um, improvisation the dome. All right, gentlemen, sir, Doctor Wink, Asteria, say it. Bogley and the beaver. No, what's the beaver's name, Jimmy? And we have us four, and then another one, and then a giant dead guy. Mm-hmm. And the another one's name is Rada. And okay, this is not <laughs> this is not going in a very interesting direction. All right, all right, cinema, 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 cinema. Having awoken to a strange mechanical clicking, the four of you. Rose from your beds like graves and, ma- and made your way to a clearing outside of the village you all have been stationed in. Now, this clearing contained a strange piece of machinery and the woman operating it with her behemoth zombie named Brutus, Rada commanded him to operate this machinery that was excavating a grave. She announced to you all that she was looking for the remains of someone known as the First Ranger. Cue the character piece that I've used for the First Ranger in the previous episode. I have. There's a little piano thing. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) Maybe you didn't notice. That's okay. I'm still still working with those levels. And then she told you all to look for clues as to his whereabouts and or resting place while she continued to dig the graves in Donla. You all found some very interesting and potentially helpful, mysterious clues. Why don't you guys tell me what you remember? So if you go to the uh, bridge in Donla, there is a pattern of tracks. It goes wolf, eagle, lizard. Wolf paw, eagle talon, and the lizard foot. Good. Thank you. Inspiration! Woo! Sorry, future Timothy. That's that was his first. Wow. She his first inspiration. No, that's his second. His that, f- oh, that's right. His first. Because you, you talked about the narrative, like the, you appealed to like the playwright language. Yes, I did. Yeah, I like that. That's years of theater for you. What else can you uh, gentlemen tell me? <laughs> Please leave that in. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, after the, the wolf paw, eagle, talon, lizard was some leaves. I can look at my notes. And <laughs> That's see fine. That they were maple leaf, cedar leaf, oak leaf. And we think it's a name, maybe, based on. I would like to correct you. It was a cedar twig. So I would like to correct you. It was a cedar branch. Give me that inspiration, man. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. I do not remember the leaves. I remember that. <laughs> I did not remember the leaves. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a whole thing. What do you remember, Michael? <laughs> that was my answer. No, no, no. There's more to it. There's more. There's always more. Did you, the, did you the, listen to episode uh, 43? The, the mic doesn't pick it up, but that's the sound of Michael scrolling through his notes on his laptop. <laughs> uh, Soon after you all discovered the pattern, what happened? We came back to Sister Rada. 
you're leaving off something. Oh. I know. I know. She told us to find the forest keep, the uh, the golden goose. The effing what? The forest <laughs> keep. It contains a powerful artifact to turn the tides up north. She why, is, why did you call it the golden goose? Because I didn't think we would find it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fair. Oh, look at that. All right. I figured happened? it was like something to keep us busy. <clears throat> I still don't think Raider trust trust trusts um, us. Mm. Mm. We found a book, a leaf book. Yes, you did. Michael stole a quarter bow. <laughs> he, did, he did. Long bow. Long bow. Yeah. I didn't steal it. I just it goes borrowed quarter it. Quarter bow, short bow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said quarter bow. I don't either. That's not a thing. It's been it's one eighth bow. It's been one hundred and fifty three days. I don't even like. Like, you guys are just going to get away with everything. You're going to be like, can I do this? And I'm going to be like, yeah, sounds good to me. Because I'm not going to remember to make you roll for checks or anything. Like, I'm oh. just... I feel like I'm going to remember some basic stuff. Yeah. Character more specific to classes. Voice, voice related. Yeah. Voice. Got you. I haven't done shit. I just want to... I, I conceptualize this. We can talk about this later. Michael, I want to give you inspiration. I just I, need you to give me something. I have nothing. Oh, man. <laughs> I have nothing for you. Can and I give him my you, inspiration? If, <clears throat> yeah. Do you have do you have inspiration? No. I'll give you mine. I'll give. I don't, I'll, I don't need it. Oh, okay. Oof. I don't need your inspiration. Say so we can all have one because I have two right now. I have three. Oh well, Benjamin will give you his. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep hoarding them, I'm gonna stop giving you any. Oh, gotta use them. My character's just seasoned. <laughs> With what? What flavor? <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> I'm that sounds like a flavor, like a spice. Inspiration. Inspiration, yeah. Come on, Michael. You got to remember something. I really don't. All right, that's cool. A lot has that's happened cool. today. All right, then I'll try and fill in the clues that I remember. You all, uh, Bogley and Dr. Wink looked at the Southern Bridge um, very poorly and did not <laughs> glean <laughs> any information from that. Um, mm, then uh, Asteria and chippy went into the town hall see and in addition to taking a quarter bow you did uh, well it's more chippy so i give it to you for not remembering this because you did say oh that's boring and you you know kept playing with the bow or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was in the in the episode um but chippy uh and eventually dr wink found some interesting ledgers and oh books. that's right and so the first book was like this index of leaves uh, and upon which Chippy found some strange markings that correlated to the same leaves on the bridge. And Dr. Wink has that book. And then furthermore, Dr. Wink and Chippy combined discovered that there were strange markings on the leaves that corresponded and that those strange markings matched strange markings that you all assume were some kind of name written in a language you don't understand in a census which book. Which Chippy has. Which Chippy took. And, and Asterio gathered uh, a physical eagle's claw, eagle talon, lizard claw, and wolf paw. Chippy has a leaf book? No, Dr. Oh, Wink has, Chippy, the Chippy has the leaf book because no, yeah, Dr. Wink does because you said you'd be tempted to eat them. I have leather senses. Plus, Dylan likes to share loot. That's more of a Dylan thing than a Chippy thing. And I have all the, like you said, the wolf claw because it's in my inventory. Claw, talon, and the lizard. Mm -hmm. Can I give a? Uh, you did take those. Can I give a like precautionary warning before we actually get into playing? Okay. Because 
this is no spoiler to any of us, but we are horrible at puzzle solving. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be rough. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I was sitting... Uh, writing, you know, in preparation for this, and I was like, I was asking Paley, I was like, on the verge of tears, I was like, I don't know how to give them a puzzle that's a puzzle without solving it for them. <laughs> don't pull any punches, but just know, if you're listening, it's gonna be a long one. <laughs> so. Like, you guys will probably get it before we do. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I feel like we're, we're pretty good, like, at the roleplay, at the combat, like we understand combat, but we cannot solve puzzles. And we're that, smart guys. Well, the two of us are smart. There are there are three core elements of D and D, and like one and of the three is smart. puzzle solving. It's puzzle solving, combat, and role play. Those are the three. Well, hey, two out of three ain't bad, right? <laughs> is there a sixty six? Is oh, wow. still a, is that a D? That's a, that's a C actually in college. Right? What college did you go to? <laughs> Wait, is that not a, that's college a D? of hard knocks, baby. <laughs> Well, it's a it's a C with extra credit. <laughs> right, so it's an inadequacy. <laughs> Let's solve this puzzle, gentlemen. All right. High fives. You high fives. All zoom back into the vision of your character standing around a freshly excavated grave. Hmm. Q some kind of uh mortician music. Oh, your music? My music and my muse, Benjamin. Um, can we... Do we discern anything from the person in the grave? Is there a body? Like, you haven't doubt? opened it. So, Is it closed? So oh. she removes kind of this stone concrete vault, uh, mm -hmm. which you assume... You know, imagine like a medieval kind of uh, crypt... Like, yeah, like, you know what, like, a knight would be buried in, you know, uh -huh. with, like, the stone effigy of it kind of carved into the top? That, but without the stone effigy. So, like, just, like, like imagine a concrete, straight-up concrete little box. Cube, yeah, little rectangle. What is Rada doing? Rada is just kind of, like, um, expectantly, like, you know, watching it being lowered to the ground, kind of with the machine. Well, I guess Brutus is, like, hauling the thing out. She's just kind of, like, waiting for him to get settled. And then she sees that you all rejoin her at the scene she says gentlemen you're you're just in time we dug up the first one would anyone like to do the honors uh, Asteria will definitely step forward um, you believe that this is the one this is him and i want to look in do i like our odds of getting it right on the first try are very slim but uh here's hoping i want to i want to See that finding discerning features, any weapons that he was buried with. Okay, okay, first roll of being back. All right. I got a 16 on the die. Pretty good. Strength check. Do I just add my strength? Add me strength, right? Yes, Michael. Sorry, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm Hence sorry. The yeah, strength. Uh, just your flat strength score, yes. Flat strength score. Nice. So uh six? Six. Huh? Huh? Because all my other rolls are crappy. Everything wait, else wait. is zero. You have Except a plus six strength. to strength? I have a plus three to strength. Oh, no. You're adding Sorry, proficiency. I'm looking at saving throws. Okay, Sorry. okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> holy. No, no. Uh, 19 on the row. 19, wow. Yeah, you uh, do, are you using any tool or just barehanding it? 
I'm barehanding it. I'm going in. Yeah, you just, you kind of find the lip of the lid and you just, and like dust kind of like flies out at your face. And, uh, you know, you kind of cough and, and stir and, and you, uh, you peer over the edge and you do see skeletal remains. Um, this skeleton is ancient. I'm talking like the bones are barely there. Um, yeah, you and you just see very, very fine kind of like particulate fibers all over its, you know, frame, and you assume that maybe those were its clothes that have just degraded and disintegrated. Maybe some of them have been slightly preserved. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what you see immediately. Can I try to like, like, push a skeleton over, shove it out of the way, see if there's like anything in there that would like, that would have survived degrading. Like weapons that he could have been born, buried with. Yeah, uh, give me an investigation check. Oops, so that's a five. Five total? Yes. Let's see. I can't lift the skeleton. <laughs> um, yeah, you kind of rummage around. It's dusty, it's fibrous. There are little spider cobweb. Well, maybe not like underground. There wouldn't be any spiders unless they'd just been alive the whole time. Dirt spiders. Dirt sp Um, No, you, you don't see Aerial anything spiders? immediately. Face spiders? They're a thing. Um, Chippy, uh, could you come over here and... Uh uh, assist me, please. Oh, I feel like I could encourage you from over here. Okay, and I'm just gonna walk over. <laughs> I'm like immediately realizing I tried to resist him, so I'm gonna be like, okay. Alright. I wanna pick him up and put him in there. Oh my let God. him look around. <laughs> uh, do, do you let him? I, I mean, because so, you're not tall enough to look in. I, I, I don't like it, but I'm not gonna stop him. Something I wanted to talk about earlier, but because I, I almost got derailed, and here I am getting derailed again. But I was like, "You're a monk." I was just trying to imagine like the wingspan of a beaver, like full on punching some. I also use my tail sometimes. I mean, I know. I'm just saying, like, ha! You know, like you're, you're like six inch arms, like breaking somebody's ribs. <laughs> anyway, sorry. He just turns so his whole body. He just into put you in a in a in a tomb. I'm like catatonic right now. Just not moving. Just numb. Just Except for my totally eyes. Paralyzed. I'm probably on all fours too, because I'm imagining like he just picked me up from uh, like under the carriage. Yeah, he just plops you down. Yeah. And you're staring a skull in the face, Doctor Wink. What are you doing? Are there? Is there? You said that there was no like writing on the actual casket, or that, uh, not that on the headstone. Smooth. Oh, okay. Um, you, yeah, you haven't really examined very thoroughly. This thing's got, you know, fresh earth all over it, too. Bogley, Bogley's here. He says, who would bury a perfectly good sled? And he jumps in, too. <laughs> oh, when, when Bogley hops in, I kind of I kind of ease up a bit. I'm, 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 I feel good knowing he's in here with me. Okay. But like, can I, like, investigate the outside of the yeah, sure. uh, casket to yeah, look yeah, for yeah. any, like, writing or carving? Sure, sure thing. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do the same on the inside. <clears throat> Uh, that's a 17. Investigation, is that what it is? That's doing? pretty good, yeah. Investigation. You were looking for things specifically. That all our first rows were really good. Uh, plus 15. Super 15. Yeah, wow, that's great. I'm feeling good. You kind of scraped the earth off the outside of this casket, and you, you kind of, you, you're scraping it, you know, you're brushing it aside, and... Uh, you know, you're, you're not really seeing any, like, legible writing, and then you kind of go to the, one of the narrow ends, and you brush it off, and you see some kind of, like, scratching, some kind of scratch marks. Um, yeah, so, so you notice, like, you know, maybe this was intentional, maybe not, you're not sure, but you do see it. 
<clears throat> okay. Um, you rolled a 19 to search 19. the inside? Okay. You are up in this thing's grill. Um, and maybe Asteria didn't get a close enough look because he was still hacking from the dust. But you, you know, kind of are, are you know, rearranging the bones and kind of mixing them around and sifting with your hands and beaver, beaver appendages. And <laughs> you, uh, you kind of reach around where, like, the clavicle would be and you kind of sift through and you feel something solid. And you pull it up and you see a necklace. Put it in my satchel, I guess, and keep looking. Okay. Did I see this? Yeah, you're standing right there. Be quiet. You're kind of looking over, too, because you put him in there to find stuff for you. But yeah, you saw him pocket a necklace. What else? Can I try to compare it with the leaf book and the carvings on the sure. leaves? Sure, yeah. Um, I won't make you roll for that. Um, they, the, the scratch marks do not match up. Okay. They are not correspondent. What is he... What's... Sorry, you go ahead, Michael. Him, like looking at the scratch marks, marks, any of the wolf talons or not talent, wolf talons, wolf claws, bird talons match into those scars. Like mm -hmm. someone used them to like carve or something. Sure, yeah, I'll um, give them to you for that. Okay, I have the wolf talons. So <laughs> you're comparing it with the book or the crypt? No, with the crypt, because you said there were scratches on the yeah. crypt. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to see if like they like match up, they're shaped the same, stuff like that. Okay, like like if the scratch mark looks like an eagle claw or like an eagle's claw made it. Eagle's claw made it. Okay, um, you can tell at a glance. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Dylan. Um, what is the skeleton wearing, or like the cloth in there? Is that it's just kind of like a brown cloth? It's like like I said, mostly disintegrated. Okay. So you have little you know ribbons of fiber every now and again that have somehow held together, but otherwise you could not piece this together. I'm still kind of catatonic, but a little looser because Bog. I think someone's in here with me. I feel a little bit more comfortable, but I'm just yeah, gonna. Bogley's just kind of like sitting down, like wiggling both of his feet. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna just kind of. Look up. I uh, I think you can get me out of here now. I'll I'll pick him up and or then turn. Sled for me. <laughs> turn to Sister Rada. Um, is there anything that would give him away? Something we would be looking for that was buried with him, memorabilia or something? Or perhaps you you could let him speak himself and grace us with your your power. You mean have this gentleman here speak with us? Yes. I'm afraid I've got to reserve my ability to make the dead speak, though it is a tool in my tool belt. First Very off. perceptive. First off, <laughs> Asteria I didn't know she could do that. Yeah, Asteria's like, wait, what? Chippy's bug-eyed, but not out of awe, out of fear. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of intimidating. She, she kind of, Rada kind of leans in, honestly, to the three of you. She kind of, she pulls you in, she says... I, I want to be clear about two things. One is that there is something left of someone that I can conjure and speak to once they've passed. And I know that sounds contradictory to my previous statements and sentiments about death. Be that as it may, I hold fast to my beliefs. Two, when someone as powerful as me goes wandering and and prodding into the realm of the spirit, the ethereal, people can notice. And the public eye is not something we want right now. Not unless we're prepared to take out every eye that sees it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, sister. Yeah. yeah. 
clear as mud. I'm still holding him like a you would a little girl would hold her stuffed bear. Like he's just in both arms. Okay. I thought we decided beavers were like not that little. They're not. They're but big. They're like but I'm still three and a half him. feet tall, yeah. standing on two legs. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot. I I've always thought in my head that Chippy is like not four feet, but a little under it. He's a small creature. I don't remember how tall gnomes are, but I how, how tall is Lucy in Narnia? We can we can uh, we can uh, game theory this. Well, I don't know. We get her height in pixels, and then we pixelate <laughs> the beaver she talks to. You know what I'm talking about? Did, yeah. did Rada? Sorry, not, that that is a really good question. But did Rada answer Doctor Wink's question about are there any like discernible items we could kind of correlate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get back to that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So Michael has cast his phone to the TV in the room in <laughs> the movie we're playing with. She's 11. He's looking up how tall Lucy is. Go to the Narnia fandom wiki. Go to her IMDb and like just see. It's not going to be current. That's like a Lucy death scene? I was a baby when I Okay, look, we're going to we're going to come back. Okay. Right? This is this is a tangent. Time is precious. So she Rada uh, responds to Dr. Wink. She says, what I've gleaned about the first ranger is incredibly limited as, like I said, he's mostly fabled. So something like a physical description is not something that I have to go on. But he's, according to legend, he is said to have become so close with nature that he communed with Crimphus himself. And Crimphus gave him the secrets to nature. That is the majority of what I'm able to to recall about the legend, is that he was intimately close with nature enough to commune with the gods. Uh, and just, yeah, a real timeout. Crimphus is the, the chief god of creation. Oh, good. Yes. I was going to ask if Dr. Wink could do it. <laughs> religion check if you want to know more. Religion check. Religion check. Religion. I'll do a religion check Everyone for fun. Religion. <laughs> Dr. Wink. I believe in nothing. <laughs> that was a six. No, wait. Oh, wait. It no, was it's... a three. It was a three. Oh, wait. You flipped it and rolled oh. it. <laughs> Try to trick me. <laughs> I rolled a one. God. Um, Fifteen. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty good. So Crimphus uh, is the chief of all the gods. He uh, he is an artist and an architect, and he painted and designed the world into existence. Um, and he commissioned some of the other gods to help with minor aspects of the world. For instance, he had another god to help him with the sea, the ocean and the sea. Um, and so another god kind of has domain over that. So there are other gods that have... Uh, domains in smaller aspects of uh, of creation, but the the god over all the gods and of creation is Crimphus. It's a good thing I took that uh, weekend job as an altar boy at that one uh, church. <laughs> also, um, uh, Crimphus is uh, how the world gets its name. The world is called Crimphus. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> I, I was just like, yeah, I like that. It's named though. after its creator. It makes sense. Well, uh, we did right. find some some interesting things on the bridge. Do I tell. Wanna, can I just like tell her? Yeah. What well, we? Yeah. Just, the, just what, what we covered in the intro. Yes. yes. <laughs> give her give her all the the books. The the interesting. Uh, may I see the ledger? The the census. Oh, uh, I do have it. Are you gonna keep it or give it back? I merely want to 
read the name. Okay, and I'll I'll let her see it for herself. Actually, no, I'll I'll turn to it for her and give it to her. She uh, she flips through the pages. Um, she goes back to the very first one where you know the names are scratched. She says, "My, this was over a thousand years ago. None of you understand this, do you?" Oh, some sort of language. Yes, I, actually, it is. I haven't known common for very long, so that is fair. It is the language of the elements. It is primordial. This language is uh, groans and sounds of nature itself. The elements speak uh, as the passing of, of, of the breeze or the, the, the rumbling of the earth in an earthquake. They, they speak with the elements themselves. This word in our language, this is the elemental sound of leaves rustling. Is this it to be his name? The first ranger. Leaves rustling. The rustling of leaves. <laughs> rustling of leaves. The rustling. <laughs> uh, I'm not entirely sure, but that was beautifully said. Or could it be a hint to where he is? If we need to chop down some trees, <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> Well, it's me. It's Bru oh, yeah, it's, I'm the guy. I thought it was Brutus. He has a giant axe. Oh, I have teeth. Ah, yes. Paul Bunyan-style race is in order. <laughs> Did you mean John Henry? No, Paul Bunyan. The the animated film. Did he race someone chopping down trees? He raced a chainsaw. An oh, chainsaw. I didn't know that. I was thinking John Henry, oh. who raced the train through the mountain. And the, the yeah. chainsaw won by a quarter inch. Shout out to all the people out there. That Paul Bunyan fandom. Paul Bunyan <laughs> animated film. Uh, <laughs> But what same, same idea, Mod okay. modernity okay, yeah, versus okay. hammers. <laughs> what are the are the leaves rustling around us? Aren't we in like a forest clearing? Yeah, I sure. I want to look up at the trees and try to identify them. There's some like maple and pine and oak. There's a whole slew of trees. Oh, good. <laughs> some dogwoods, some spruce, some ap apple. <laughs> That's all the trees apple I can trees. think of right now. While he's doing that, um, is there any way to tell like? Because Asteria right now is thinking, well, if his leaves rustling and we're trying to find him, he might be in a place where the leaves rustle all the time, which means those trees don't lose their leaves during the wintertime. So it would be a place where the trees were always have leaves on them. So is there anything that he would know about the area on um, coming here past trees that would look like that? Like that wouldn't roll, lose roll their history. <laughs> I love that. The mic didn't pick it up, but I, uh, I heard it. History, eight. Eight. Um, man, leaves be rustling all the time. <laughs> Everywhere. Where they are. Do you, this is a meta question. Do you guys think we'll be leaves here? Leaves be rustling all the time. Where? Are. <laughs> do, do, do you guys think Dr. Wink and Asteria will be here for a few minutes? Because if so, Chippy would like to do something. Yes. Oh, yeah. Asteria puts Chippy yeah, down. She says, she says, this is the first of many graves. Let me level with you, gentlemen. I think the odds of him being buried here are incredibly unlikely. But I think clues as to the next step in the progression lie beneath this very clearing. I'm going to... I'm going to delegate, actually. I have something very important that I'd like to attend to. Would you all like to continue exhuming the graves? Or do you have... Anything pressing you must take care of? Uh, 
I'm looking at a stereo. I will do the She, ca- she kind of, uh, I'm not going to lie, she kind of like, you know, leans forward and kind of puts her chin on her shoulder and looks at a stereo with big eyes. Use this. And she gestures to the piece of machinery. She says, <laughs> she says, this was, uh, this was contracted uh, and, and commissioned by a cohort of Brother Shospel. I'm not sure you've met him. But uh, this allows a team of four like yourself to, uh, to, to dig these graves with, with great ease. Uh, I've got uh, several plots mapped out here if you'd like to continue and search each grave thoroughly. Uh, I would like currently walk over to the machine, start looking it over, seeing how it works. Yeah, sure. So it's on, uh, sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah, I'm, uh, Chippy's raising his hand. Uh, Sister Rita, may I ask a question? Just, you know, I guess, covering bases. Sure. Uh, are you sure maybe you didn't lob the first ranger into those feet that uh, you have in the town hall? Those feet are made from dead bodies, right? Yeah, yeah. She says, uh, those were all residents of Donla. Oh, okay. Most of them saved the goblins you brought me. I killed personally. Oh, uh, congratulations. I just, I didn't know. Sorry. It's all right. And, and will Brutus be going with you? Yes, he will. Sorry. I require uh, security at all times. I'm a very, very valuable woman. As valuable as gold. I'm looking down at the ground. <laughs> I don't want to look at her. <laughs> okay. She she doesn't know whether to be flattered or what. <laughs> I do have a question, uh, Sister Rita. Brutus, I know he listens and follows you like we all do, loyalty to the end. But... Does he have hopes and desires and love? No. Can he act on his own? No. No, not at all. Even in combat? I can... Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, he uh, no, no, not <laughs> no. Uh, it's it's a fair question. The answer is simple. Uh, he is is a, a shell, a husk that I imbue with with what I will, and that's all there is to it. The thing that Brutus was is not there anymore. That Brutus no longer experiences suffering. This one follows my commands. He, he nods. He doesn't respond. He goes back to looking at the machine. But he is going to catalog just in his mental memory that the creatures that she brings back to life only act on her will because she brought them back to life. So with his goal of like being undead himself but intelligent, he has to figure out a way to bring himself back to, to life. Preserve to preserve his intelligence. Yeah. So he's just taking that mental note and writing it down in his brain and then he's going back. That's okay. the reason why it was asked. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so the machine, uh, since you're checking it out, um, it is, like I said, it's kind of like an I-beam. Imagine an I-beam with, all right, uh, you guys all played Breath of the Wild? Uh, yes. I'm familiar. one of the the machines that shoot that laser across the map? No, 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 no. Okay. And, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> one, of the, one of the divine beasts? Yeah. No. It's um, when you go to the Gorons and you find, like, the drill head. Like the Goron drill, like it's like a spear. Oh yeah, it's the one of those head okay. It's got the it's got the big drill bit looking. Yeah. Head. So it's got something like that size, um, on the bottom of what looks like an I beam. You know, and maybe there's some inner workings that you can't see. And then on the outside are just, um, oh man, you know, like no, <laughs> imagine like a a steering wheel on a pirate ship. 
but like horizontal. Yeah. But like okay. there are four little steering handles. Mm. And so four people could stand around that and push in the same direction and that would crank the, the drill head and kind of bore out. Uh, and so it's on like these four mobile legs so you can position it and bore out and move around and, and that kind of thing. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dr. Wing, did you have anything you wanted to do or say? Or? No, I don't. Or can I look at like the other graves? Yeah, like the headstones? Yeah, and see if anything's written on there. Sure, sure. Um, what? what What are you looking for? Just writing? Yeah, j just the same kind of writing and then may ask. Sure, give me an investigation check. <laughs> oh, no. That's a what, five. No words. Okay. Then I will go no join. No words on the graves. That's fine. There you go. Chippy, uh, assuming Sister Eight is done with this, Chippy's going to waddle away for a second, and he's going to take a seat uh, next to a tombstone and going to pull out a little book that he has and the necklace. Um, and Chippy has a feet. I tried to use this Ooh. earlier. Uh, you may recall. I'm saying uh a lot. Uh, why? My public speaking professor would be horrified. I, I, I have identified a problem with my public speaking. I go, before I say anything. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pull out this book that has two spells that I can ritual cast. And with this so necklace... That doesn't consume a spell slot, right? Because no, you're ritual casting? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I'm going to use detect magic on this necklace. Okay. Yeah, sure. How sure. long is a ritual? Like 10 minutes? It's, uh, it depends on the spell, but for oh, detect okay. magic, it is 10 minutes. Okay. So Let yeah, me I'll look take, up the schools of magic real quick. I will take 10 <laughs> minutes to ask that. All right. So, so yeah, you spend 10 minutes, and why don't, do, do you have the spell description at hand? Uh, I have a rough description. Yeah, that's cool. Just so tell me what I need to tell you, basically. Detect any magic in the area and know it's school. So I get it's in... I think it's within 300 feet, but honestly, I just care about the necklace, so I'm not even going to look up the range. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I know it detect magic. You can kind of have it, like, ping from you, like like you're the center point. It yeah, it's the range. I just really care like about the necklace. Like an Assassin's Creed Yeah, sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. Uh, I do, like, you, you turn on, like, infrared vision, like, yeah, and you kind of see all the stuff that's magic highlights out. This is a book Chippy got from a wizard he used to work for. This is the way I like to describe it. Um... That's neat. Maybe we'll learn about that. I've um, worked for a lot of people. <laughs> you, uh, you, you spend a long time kind of like channeling and, and working and, and putting the natural elements in place in order to cast the spell, and then boom, your vision goes gray, and you stand looking at this necklace, and it is largely mundane, but you look at kind of the pendant on you know the apex of the necklace and you see a faint very faint green glow and you know that that green represents enchantment Ooh, okay very faint but still present okay thank you for that and i'll let them do whatever they want to but i'm going to go up to a hysteria since, since you're taking the time to look at this just real quick yeah you notice that the pendant it's shaped it is a uh, it is a triangle. Uh, it is an isosceles, so like two long sides, one small side. Yeah. So the two long sides lead up to the point, and the point is connected to the necklace, the very tip of the point. And then in the triangle, right at the kind of top where the two sides meet and then towards the middle, there's just a, a cutout hole. So it's basically just a triangle with a hole in it. Okay. I'll, I'll pack my thing and put the book back. I'll put the necklace back in my satchel, and I'm going to go back to Hysteria to ask him a question. But I'll let them do what they want to. Okay. 
Well, I'm. Uh, you said we need four people to operate the tool efficiently. Bogley's here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. He's still playing in the grave, like it's a sandbox. Bogley, can you come over here, our dear friend? I, I, actually, I, I'm a little busy. <laughs> what What are you doing over there? Making a castle. A castle. Yes. Perhaps you could come over here, and then later we could help you make it. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna bring it with me. Okay. <laughs> he tries. He just scoops up a bunch of like d dust of decay, and like bring. It. Oh, it, it didn't hold very well. He just kind of sets it on the ground. Bone dust is a He's spell like, component. What, what are we doing now? Sorry. Bone bone dust is a spell component. Bogley. Adakadabra. <laughs> We're working as a team, Bogley. Teams. Yes. Cool. <laughs> what are, uh, what are we doing? You see this bar right here? Put your hands on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he reaches above his head. Very good. And we push. It spins. Push. Does it spin? It pushes. <laughs> it spins. <laughs> Only Is if you work together. Over? Is it over a grave that needs to be dug up? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bogley, stop. So I'm gonna do this here. Hang, yeah. oh, hold on. Ooh. Stepping away from the mic for just a moment. Timothy is stepping away from his mic. I'm gonna draw. Timothy I, I, is ma I straight up made... It's, I mean, it wasn't like amazing, but I, I don't know. Maybe spent 20 minutes drawing a map. We'll post this on our feed. Well, maybe. Uh, honestly. My feet don't have enough room for that. Hello. Um, Benjamin, you're good at describing things. He's describing a okay. um, one rectangle and a tornado inside the rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next to the rectangle is a cross. That's not even next to the rectangle. That's and 40 feet away from the for, rectangle. For another 40 feet away That's is another cross. Feet. And more crosses are being set up. This is horrible. This is horrible. Who are we, who are we executing? Okay. Oh, there's a pigtail next to the tornado rectangle. And a last cross. Okay, so the X's... The crosses, whatever. The the cross X's are, what are they? They are tombstones. They are apparent stones. They are headstones that you can just very clearly see, um, except for one that's cracked. Great. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you you see a, a plethora of headstones. Um, and and those are your just like your immediate candidates for for digging if you're interested. Yes. Um. How how heavy is it to move the machine? Uh. It it's on it, like I said it's on these legs that have like a kind of deployable wheels so yeah. you you can roll it with relative ease if all four of you are pushing. All right, you guys. Let's um work counterclockwise starting with this one. How about that? That's cool with me. And push. Uh, yeah, y'all yeah, give me a strength check. Oh. Hey, did you guys know this is one of our very first for like boggling. group like um participating participating activity. roles that were all of them matter oh, wow. other than like you know the family you all murdered as a team. Hey, now you're a rock star. Ooh, Bogley rolled pretty good. 17. 7. 5. 6. You are a beaver. <laughs> Why don't you take a four? Five. <laughs> Hang on. I already have know. a negative stat in strength. That's my only negative stat. We're all standing there watching Buckley push it himself. What's so? so uh, what, sorry, everybody checks one more time. Seven, six, five, five, six. You need to beat a twenty-five collectively. What did he get? 
he got a 16 or 17 so Bogley's carrying so you, got, yeah, you guys definitely got it. So, yeah, you all push in unison and, and turn this enormous crank. And the drill head very, you know, very precisely starts boring out in like a little kind of square pattern. Like, you, you're not having to move the machine at all. The drill head is already moving in a square pattern. Nice. And then it just kind of grinds and grounds for a little bit and then just... Oh, we stop. Ah. We stop. Everyone stops, and the drill head retracts itself, and you see a stone tablet. Down in, try to lift it. All right. Strength check. Does anyone want to how, help me? How deep is the hole? Uh, about six feet. Okay. I'll jump down there. It's wide enough that the edges are, like, lifted up, so like, so you're not having to, like, you know, do, any, do anything fancy other than try to get this thing off. But since you're kind of on top of it, that will be an added challenge. As telekinesis. Okay. I cast Thaumaturgy to open this unlocked crypt. <laughs> Three? Yikes. Five. No way. Dr. Wink. They're like, <laughs> tell the nerd to help us. <laughs> you need me, my assistant? I can do it. Go, Bugley. That was a natural one. Oh. <laughs> His arms come off. <laughs> well, that's going to need some band-aids. <laughs> Let me see if I can help. Natural Nat 20. 20. <laughs> <laughs> Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. Good enough. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, you. while they're all standing on top of it, Dr. Wig hops down and lifts this thing over his head like Mr. Universe. I immediately just say it's because of the necromantic energy he has. <laughs> You're like, he's got that, that uh, crackhead dead guy yeah. strength. <laughs> anyway. So, you uncover this this uh, this stone tablet. This... this uh, this rinky-dink thing. I need to pull up my notes. Ah. So, you you lift this uh, tablet off, and immediately you see a corpse. Uh, this corpse is not skeletal. This corpse still has uh, flesh attached to it. And, uh, it's putrid. And as you set the tablet down, you look, and you see that he's got glowing green eyes. <gasps> okay. When green eyes, where where are you guys? Show me. Actually, go ahead and place your characters next to the X's. You know, I drew next to the one that you all are boring up. I'm next to Asteria. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> you're you're a pile of bones. Uh, they don't make beaver miniatures anywhere online. So, are you all like next to the next to the crypt in the crypts on top of it? What, what? I am next to a we were next to it, and he just lifted us all up. So I guess we got off of it. So yeah, so you picked it up, and I'll say you set it down and, and stood next to it. And now you look down, and you see these green glowing eyes. Are they like eyeballs, or can I like touch one? Sure, I touch it. Make a dexterity saving throw as you reach down to touch this green glowing eye. You realize. It's not an eye at all. It is a worm crawling around in this guy's head, giving the appearance of a shimmer as you reach down to touch it. It jumps out and tries to land on your skin. I think oh. it does. That's a six. Oh, no. Let me look up what this is. What is it? <laughs> Jibbering mouther. 
That's it. <laughs> Nobody cast darkness. Can I take this fight? I, will take eight hours. Cast um. <laughs> That's a call. Callback. Can I do a history check to see if I know what this thing is? It's a worm. Not yet. Mm. Apparently, it's gonna take over Benji. I like the idea of Benjamin's character like getting eaten by a worm, and Michael is just like, "What?" Is that <laughs> not helping? <laughs> just looking. So you fail to get out of the way of this flying worm. Oh no! And it lands on your skin, and it's just resting there for now. But as we roll initiative, you are unable to respond to this infesting creature trying to dig into your skin. Roll initiative! Oh, oh. No, I hate this die. Can I have another one? So, all right, let me get Dr. Wink's initiative. 21. Oh, that's good. All right, let me get Asteria's initiative. Oh, yeah, four. And let me get Shippy's initiative. 16. What's your dex? Plus three. Okay. Let me... Done. All right. Let me get the board set up. So, as this worm lands on your skin with infectious intent, uh, you see that this entire creature starts to squirm and writhe and come to life, and suddenly you see that this creature is composed of these multitudes, this swarm of these crawling, writhing putrid worms. This is like a giant kind of composure of worms, this creature that's rising up to infect another host. And Dr. Wink is first with the infectious creature <coughs> still on his skin. What do you do? Oh, is it, we're, we're not like in initiative, we're not in combat. You are. Oh, we are. That's why I had we're to just, roll initiative. Oh, well, <laughs> I just didn't realize that was what you were saying. I am going to use a use my ability of biological weakness, which means um, I can look at a target and identify a weakness as an action, and the first attack or spell against that creature from allies who could hear you deal an additional 1d8 damage. Interesting. But just the first one, so. So do I give you like a piece of actual information or do you just kind of like something just to... It's a squishy worm. I mean, beat it. <laughs> you say it eat it? No, beat it. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it would be cool if you gave us something. Um, but I, I don't I think... I like it. The this mechanics. is your action. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah, like it. I like action. it. Um, I don't like Hunter's Mark. You look at this creature and you know that immediately the two things that ring into your mind are curses and diseases. And things that would target that would also target this creature. Okay. So, okay. So no, that, that's my turn. So you yell that and the first of your cohorts to... Uh, oh, I need to roll for Bogley. It's like a curse or a disease. I have soap in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> Are gonna scrub Which, it today. You are immune to diseases, are you not? Yeah. I'm gonna just leave it on me, I guess. Oh. Is this creature okay? Alright, so Dr. Wink with a very uh team player turn ends and now it is Bogley's turn. And hang on, I just gotta I gotta look at something. 
What is um, <laughs> it's Bogley's turn? I gotta, we gotta pick up a mini for Bogley. I, have, I did, I, have I did goblins. already. He's right okay, here. Okay, great. No, no, I have goblins. <laughs> he goes, uh, he, he just like holds his hand out like this, you know, kind of like. Like, he, like he's holding a Glock sideways, but there's nothing there. He's just like, well, shouldn't you be in like a book or something? Because you're a bunch of worms. Ha! High fives himself, and the creature's going to make a wisdom saving throw. Did he no. just cast Vicious Mockery? <laughs> it fails. And takes right. two psychic damage. He's a bard. Oh, Look at that go. He's a bard. I told you he's a bard. I knew it. <laughs> Bogley. The bard. The Bogley song. What's um, a goblin name? And with Mogli's turn over, because that's all he can do, we have... No, he has a bonus action. Oh, he says, he Is looks he? Oh. at uh, Asteri, he says, I believe that you can destroy this thing. Take a d6 of inspiration. Ah, yeah. He was supposed to get an extra d8 on this. Uh, no, it, was it wasn't an attack. It's a spell, it, though. Oh, it is the first attack. The same spell. thing. <laughs> oh wow! Sorry. I'm so what does he get? He gets advantage. D8, an additional d8. Oh, an additional d8. d8. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um. I mean, he didn't have to roll anything. Well, it it just says the first attack or spell against this creature from allies who could hear you deals an additional eight, one d8 damage. Oh, damage. I thought you meant like an yeah. assistance to the roll. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, okay, so that, a total of three seconds. <laughs> so five all together. Oh, wait, he no, rolled a one? He rolled a one. He rolled a one and a two. Okay, um, but then he's like, uh, he says, Asteria, I know you can defeat this thing because we're friends. <laughs> and now it's Chippy's turn. Okay, so I do have a question. Okay. We've never done a bard in this campaign. What is inspiration? Is this just like inspiration you would normally do? So no, good uh, way, way to sequence that in. Um, so bards start off with a couple abilities. They can cast uh, certain levels of spells and a few cantrips, but they can also do something called bardic inspiration. They can use a bonus action to inspire their teammates with a with a bolstering word, and then that is reflected uh, with an extra die of assistance when you're making a check. So if Asteria has Bardic Inspiration, he can roll a d20 to make any kind of check, an attack, a saving throw, anything like that, any check. Um, if he doesn't like the result or thinks it might not be good enough, he can add that Inspiration die. He rolls it and then adds that to, re to the result um, before he finds out whether or not it's a success, but after he rolls his main die. Uh, and then he gets to add that extra on, and it could be enough to push him over the edge or just really ensure a good hit. Um, so Bogley has given a kind word to him and inspire him. So you'll take a d6. That's your inspiration die. When you roll your d20, you can add a d6 to it once. And then that inspiration goes away. Okay. Um, but that's all for his turn, which makes it Chippy's turn. Curses and diseases. Oh, oh I, I don't, uh, I don't know. And I'm just like panicking because this is weird, man. What did you say it looked like? Like it's growing on so, him? No. So it's like imagine, uh, imagine a zombie, but yeah. instead of like where the zombie usually is, it's just worms. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's just this amalgamation of writhing worms. And it's on Doctor Wink. One of them is. One, one worm is is currently crawling on Doctor Wink's skin. Oh, one. Where's of, the other one? Ooh. The others? They are in. They are the They're creature. They're in the corpse. They are the creature. Oh. The whole. Creature. Full of yeah, them. now yeah, you I'm see sorry. some breakthroughs of flesh and other things. You see, you see that it's not just worms, but it's clear, clearly, it's it's that movie with Eddie Murphy where Eddie Murphy is being piloted by a bunch of small Eddie Murphys. Yeah, yeah. where he's Captain Crunch. 
What? That's a that's a line from the movie. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And he like rapid fire craps the hot dogs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Whatever that movie okay. is, it's that. I'm glad I asked because Eddie I was Murphy about is a worm. <laughs> I was about to slap Benjamin's wrist like a yardstick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna use my bonus action to draw my club, my wooden club that I had nom on. Okay. And Your monk weapon. Yes, snack. it is a monk weapon. Your monk snack. And I have extra attack, so I'm going to do this twice, and I'm just going to try and pop like, into the grave. Th that's what Bogley attacked, right? The creature in the grave? Yes. I'm going to pop it twice with my club. All right, roll the hits. First roll. Okay, unnatural 20. Yeah. Hit. Okay. That's going to be six bludgeoning damage. And then I would like to do something now that I've hit it. I'm going to... One second, sorry. Sorry. Okay, you're good. Okay, so I hit it. I'm going to use one key point to stun this creature. Okay. Until the end of my next turn. All right, so do you just get to do that? Oh, you have to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, what is the DC? 13. DC 13 con saving throw. Can you stun a group of animals? That is a 20, 23, excuse okay. me. So, key so point he is, is not wasted. stunned. That's fine. I'm going to smack him again, though. Can you Same stun club. a group of animals, though? It doesn't. It's, it's not considered a hive. So that is going to be a 25? That'll that'll do it. I counted without hitting the table. Oh, good job. Character you development. <laughs> 26. I can't do math that fast. <laughs> anyway. I'm dumb. Same amount of damage. Six bludgeoning Six damage. Six bludgeoning damage. Yes. Big hits. And am I... I'm looking at the battle map, and I don't know who's who. Am I right next to the grave now? You are the pile of bones. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, I guess I should have drawn like Honestly, a, draw, draw another X. I'll end my turn here. Okay. So you end your turn there. You've successfully double bonked. And now it is this strange <coughs> worm creature's turn. It is going to jump up out of the grave and is going to try and claw Dr. Wink with a, with a big kind of writhy, wormy bone hand. It's going to try and claw him. So, JC here we go. Probably 15. I probably, probably didn't have my shield out. <laughs> didn't verbalize it. Uh, but don't worry, that's a 9 to hit, so it misses. Now it's going to try and claw Chippy. Oh, no! Who hath bonked him. Let's hope it only has two attacks. That is an 11. Oh, it misses. This one is this in jail. That's die. a big die! <laughs> it is. Dude, I also what? have... What yeah, the <laughs> it, it gave birth. <laughs> that die had a child. Um, you don't know. What I'm, you don't know yeah, I don't know. Okay, do you? Yeah. What am I quoting? Isn't that YouTube? <laughs> you put that's that's a good YouTube channel. Here, I'll pull it up. I'll no, pull it up. no, 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 no. no. Uh, so he misses with that attack. And <laughs> excuse me. Then he is going to like hold out his hand and then you see one solitary worm crawling on top of the others and it is going to launch. Launch it who? Four is a reroll. One, two, three is Bogley. Two. No! Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I'm... It, it's a deck... I'm not worried. It's a deck saving throw. Oh, oh no. A 25? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this, you ain't touching the beaver. Yeah, you just literally duck and it just flies over your head. Leave it to the beaver to duck these worms. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh. So yeah, it flies. Actually, I need to mark this. And it hits Raida in the back of the head. And Raida is... Oh, yeah. 
just beyond you. Okay. What's is it tiny? I'm guessing it is tiny. Okay. Um, so that happens, and then this thing ends its turn and kind of still sits in the crypt. And now it is Asteria's turn. Asteria, don't forget about your inspiration. Yes. Okay. So Asteria getting that boost of inspiration is no longer thinking rationally and is still going for his um hammer and shield he just pulls out the hammer he's gonna jump down in the grave oh my and i don't know if i've actually done this before but i'm gonna use one of my battle master maneuvers and i'm gonna try a trip attack okay so so what happens um, there um a trip attack is when you hit a creature with a weapon attack you can spend one superiority die to add the total damage to the roll and if the target is large or smaller he must make a strength saving throw dc's 14. so, so, to you, actually, so you get to attack on some extra damage and it has to make a check or it's yes. tripped yes okay here we go uh 12 i'm not going to use my inspiration dive because i have a plus six so we're going six seven eight eighteen to hit and 18 hits 18 hits so he needs to make a dc 14 save but i still get to attack on that extra damage is it a strength save you said it is a strength save yes sir that is a 10 it a fails 10. so like he throws the hammer in between his legs and just pulls him up just, just his rips legs him from the ankles up yep. um all right and so it's a d8 that i get to add to my d10 of damage because i'm yeah yeah, yeah. two-handing yeah yeah sounds good versatile 10 points of damage 10 points of damage ouch like the actual hit comes from just like when he trips i'm just bringing the hammer down like yeah i like it you you smash this thing into the ground and like you kind of land cleanly this thing doesn't seem to be you know getting out of the way super well uh and like the hammer is just like swallowed in worms for a second and then you pull it out and you pull it out cleanly but like it just kind of like its face like caved in you know <laughs> and then like surrounded it Being and then mad. pulled back out <laughs> Asteria just goes, <laughs> and now you're in the crypt with this now thing I'm I mean, six okay. feet below the ground. Asteria, why didn't you just try and close the lid? We go back to the top. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with what you? What am I, idiots? <laughs> we go back to the top with Dr. Wink. <gasps> okay, I the the one little worm is still on me. That's correct. Is he doing anything? Just chilling? So, as you stand here looking at this worm, uh, it started to burrow. And then, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, I, I like to imagine, you know, like when you get hyper-realistic in Spongebob and it gets all gross? <laughs> oh, yes. We zoom into like this hyper-realistic worm with like a face and it starts to bite, you know, Dr. Wink, it starts to, uh, and then like you like zoom in on Dr. Wink's skin and just like this aura, this corona of just death and disease staves this thing off and it hops off of you. Ow. Oh, okay. Well then... I'm going to draw my bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> what does that do? <laughs> yeah, he's oh, used it before, kidding. I think. <gasps> and I'm going to throw it. Not a comment. <laughs> I'm going to throw it at the at the creature. <laughs> now, Benjamin, you'll be at disadvantage. You're within five feet. I'm going to call this an improvised weapon attack. Okay. So make a ranged weapon attack. Um, oh, so it's well, not a disadvantage, I don't think. You I mean, just just the damage will just be very minuscule okay. as, as an object. Okay. So yeah, so just roll and then add just flat dexterity. Maybe I will clean him. That is a thirteen. You you hit it. <laughs> uh, so what's your dexterity? Uh, sixteen. Is that what you wanted? Uh, your plus score, three. Uh, your modifier. Uh, plus three. Modifier. You uh. 
uh, I'm nothing if not a benevolent DM. You <laughs> hurl this bar of soap into this thing, and it just kind of like sinks into its chest, Ooh. and then it like starts setting up a little bit. Ooh, uh, so it does take three points of damage. Ooh. You see for now. Okay. Beating it? <laughs> We're gonna clean this worm. I um, pull out my Windex. <laughs> I do sterilization damage. Um, Ooh, okay, that's so it. That's a, such an interesting turn. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say the bar of soap's before. gone. It's a, yeah, that's a safe assumption. I mean, you can reach in there and try to get it out. No, I will not. <laughs> and finger, get the bar of soap. Oh wait, can I get my shield out as a free action? Is that's that not a free action. It's oh, a bonus okay. action. But you have oh, a bonus action. I will bonus action my shield out. All right, AC goes up by two. I assume. Yes. I just noticed that we have the same AC. <laughs> IC's 15 without a shield. You, do you have a shield? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just don't have it out right now. Oh, yeah. 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 Two-handed gives me a D10 instead of a D8. Figured it'll be faster to kill this thing. Also, I'm inspired to go ham. Bye. Uh, Bogley, are, are, you're still in the crypt. Yes. Bogley, Bogley is... Uh, oh, so yeah, we established that you can move through creature spaces as long as you don't end your turn there. Friendly creatures. Friendly creatures. So yeah. Bogley hops down in the crypt with you. So he, he claps, and this enormous thunder wave goes out, and it kind of hurts your ears as he's right next to you. And uh, yeah, this creature's going to make a little, uh, little constitution save. It fails! Man, my dice suck tonight. Um... Each creature other than you, uh, oh, stereo. you I'm suck. Need you to or, excuse me, constitution save. Good thing I'm good at those. 17. You, you pass. Um, I take some damage? No. Okay. You don't take any damage. Uh, and the creature takes four thunder damage. That's more than its previous turn. Done and held it next to someone's ear and shot it. Yeah, basically. Uh, and so just kind of the sound waves just kind of brush and, and, you know, destroy a few of these worms as the suds continue to froth and foam out of the middle. Um, so we go now to Chippy, who stands above it. Okay. Um, I'll do the same thing I was doing. Hit it twice with a club. Using All your attacks attack. are at advantage. He's prone. He is prone. That's correct. What? Thank you. Oh, which means Dr. Wink's throw should have been with disadvantage, but you're, he's lying in a crypt, so you're throwing straight down. That's fine. All right, first attack with the club. That's gonna, why I kept... It's going to be a 16. Uh, yeah. That, um, so I'm at an impasse here. Okay. Because this thing is six feet below you. You stand okay. three feet off the ground, and there's no way your club is nine feet long. Okay. Um, oh, and um, BT Dubs probably hopped back out. Can I try and hit the worm behind me? Using yeah. those same rolls? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, so does that hit? Uh, what did you roll? Uh, oh gosh, it, I rolled an 11. You I, said 16 out loud. 16, okay, 16. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you smash it, it's dead. Oh, well I got max damage anyways. Right? It okay. Has, it has one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh gosh. I guess what I can do, um, I'm sorry. You know what? I'll just, um, I'm a little shaken. I feel like Chippy would be a little bit scared. I'm not going to lie, because he's still kind of getting adjusted to everything that's happening to him. So I'm going to spend a key point to dodge. Okay. As a bonus action. Oh, I can, yeah, okay. And I guess that rolls over until my next turn. Yeah, so and I'll end creatures it there. that try to attack you will have disadvantage. End it there. All right. 
Actually, yes. move me one closer to you, Asteria, and then I will end it. Still in right. Yeah. Um, creatures that are prone, do they get um, like, what is it called when you run past someone and they get to attack? Attack of opportunity. Yeah, attack of opportunity. Uh, yeah, I mean they do. So he could have taken it, but um. Yeah, I just didn't, just because it, it doesn't... Like, he's he's confined in this little crypt. Yeah. Bogley jumps out at his feet. He's not going to be able to reach over himself and, and, you know, do some kind of attack with any sort of damaging force. So I just... Yeah, I'm just not worried about it. The, the environment played an effect in it. Yeah, basically. yeah, for sure, okay. for sure. Um, so, yeah, so now it is its turn. It stands back up, and it sees its prey right in front of it. It is going to claw twice at Hysteria. Here's, AC 15. Here's the first. 19 to hit. Yep, he got me. So it does... It does four slashing damage and eight necrotic damage. It is going to attack again. That is an 18 to hit. Uh-huh. So it does ooh six slashing damage and five necrotic damage. And then it is going to fling a worm at Bogley. Thank Jesus. I'm at 18. Yo. Bogley fails. The worm lands on his skin. Oh, no. Yikes. Asteria, you're up. How long? Can, can I do? Oh, Jesus. Can I magic missile the worm off of Bogley? Sure. All right. I want one dart to target him and the other two to target the big guy. Okay. You don't even have to roll for the worm. It hits and kills it. Cool. So. Two. And four, so six points of damage to the main guy. And for those who are unfamiliar, I don't know if we've used Magic Missile before, they just automatically hit. It sends out a few magical flares that just automatically hit their targets. Not doing a ton of damage, but it's nice if you just want to automatically, you know, you don't want to have to worry about hitting or not. You just right. throw some just magic Just a little bit of damage. Out. Yeah. So, yeah, good damage. Is that your turn? That it, well... That was your my action. action. Yeah, um, I really don't. I don't have a bonus action. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh well, can I use my second win? That's a bonus action. Mm -hmm. Second win allows to me to regain one d ten plus three HP. Yeah, that's great. That's a that's a fighter feature. Fighter feature, yes sir. Twelve points of healing back to me. Wow, that was almost max. Almost. Okay. Yeah. Get twelve hit points back. That's the majority of the damage I just dealt you. Yeah, you brought me from 41 to 18. I was like, Gosh. bro. Bro. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Asteria's turn is done. Dr. Wink's turn has just begun. Just begun. Okay. I'm going to use some natural medicines, which is something new for the Ooh. for the plague doctor. All right. I'm going to use some pocket glass. Pocket, <laughs> pocket, pocket sand. Pocket sand. <laughs> pocket sand. Which sounds a little overpowered, so you might want to change this. But All right. uh, I have four components in my natural medicines, and pocket glass uses two. Um, I have to choose a living creature, and I'm going to choose the. Oh no! I see it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to choose the, the the main bad dude, and it takes one d4 slashing damage plus my dexterity mod at the start of each of its turns for one minute. Was there some minute. kind of caveat in there? Dude. A living creature? Yeah. Blood loss also. Yeah. Man, are you using the action? Yes, I will attempt to do this. I'm going to throw some glass at it, but it does it at the start of its turn. It affects it at the start of its yeah. turn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. So if do it you have anything. to make a roll or anything? It doesn't say. God. 
use if I throw I guess I I, I need to make a, a ranged attack. I'm gonna attack. make you okay. make a ranged yeah. attack. That. Also, there's got to be a range limitation on that. You can't throw it 60 feet. No, it's a uh, 10 and 30. Like oh 10 yeah yeah okay. And then so that that uh, are you proficient with it? Does it say? We'll say you are because it's a part of your class. Yeah. So roll with dex and proficiency added on. Okay. That is an 18. An 18 smacks this thing right in where its face would be. Okay. And it will start taking effects yeah. that it is due on its turn. Okay. You smack this thing in its face with a bunch of pocket sand. All right. And the, the suds continue to froth and foam. And that makes it Bogley's turn. Bogley saw the magic missile come and snipe the worm on it, so he is free to... Keep on clapping! Oh, this oh, is no. for you guys! <laughs> oh no! So are you still down there? Yes, I'm you, still you down there. <laughs> I hate him! <laughs> what is it? Constitution? The creature fails. 13? Pass. Thank Jesus. Barely. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, so the creature takes five thunder damage. Buckley, would you please? I'm cheering you on! Uh, and he says, uh, get your head in the game, Chippy. You have Bardic Inspiration. Woo! D6 to add to any check before you know whether or not it succeeds. Okay. Um, for the next 10 minutes. All right. Bogley's done. Chippy is up. I'm going to try and smack it with my club once. All right. Uh, yeah, it's standing up now, so you, you can reach it. 15 on the die. That'll hit. All right, it's going to be seven bludgeoning damage. Ouchie. I would like to extra attack. Okay. Well, I, ha I guess I have extra attack. I don't have to do it. Ooh, I'm gonna use my bardic inspiration. Okay. Um, so what's the what's the current roll? So the currently it is a nine. All so right. I'm gonna use my bardic. Is it D8? It's a D6. He's he's not he's not the level. Uh, Sorry. Where does that start? I don't know. I just wasn't paying attention. Okay. I gotta do math. Eleven. Eleven total. Eleven total. Hits. Oh my gosh. Just hit. I think Benjamin rolled a 11 earlier. Okay. Here we go. That's a d20. I do not do a d20 of damage. Minimum amount of damage for bludgeoning. Is what? For bludgeoning. Four. Oh, I thought you meant for bludgeoning. This is the minimum amount. No. <laughs> okay, I see. All right. Couple smacks uh, upside the worm head. And I guess uh, Asteria's in the coffin, right? Yeah. Yes, as a little chip, not chippy, Bogley jumped back out. And he did provoke an attack of opportunity. I should have done that. Sorry, I'm not mo actively moving the piece, so I didn't realize No, that. that's fine. Um, he misses. I'll end my turn. All right. And the worm boy is uh, going to claw once at uh, a stair. So it is at the start of its turn, it, it's supposed to do this thing. It is, it says... A living creature takes 1d4 slashing damage due to blood loss. Do you want me to roll or? It neither has blood nor is a living creature. I will not roll then. So sorry. No, that's okay. I it, just. I, it is classified as an undead. Okay, continue. Right. Free, freebie. Um, so it's going to claw once at Asteria. It's a miss. Okay. It missed me. I'm gonna use another superiority die for repost. Okay, and what's what that? that does? Repost 
is when a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction and expend one superiority die to make a melee attack against it. Sure, yeah. So, so the superiority die is gone. Yeah. Uh, so now you just get to make a normal melee attack. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 plus 6 to hit. Hit. Um, and then the D... I mean, it's something. Nine points of damage. So like when he swings at me, I'm just going to duck it and try to clip his chin. Ouch. It doesn't end his turn or anything, does it? Okay. No, he keeps going. All right. Um, he's aggravated. He's going to uh, claw at you again. Oh, well, to. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> oh, that's a 25 to hit. Actually, he misses because um, I... Ah, uh, yes. He's... So here's five uh, slashing damage and three necrotic damage. And then it flings a worm at Chippy. Chippy, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Going to be an 18. Uh, you save. It lands exactly where the last one did. Okay. So about five feet behind you. All right. That is the end of its turn. It is now Mysterious turn. Hysteria! All right. I'm going to use my favorite. Total hysteria. My favorite spell. Since we're doing all this thunder damage, you brandish the weapon used in spellcasting and make a melee attack with it against one creature within five feet. This of is you. that big thing you did earlier. Yeah, the it? booming blade. Yeah. yeah. So take it. Charge it back, starts glowing. Get his head. I'm right trying to knock it off by four. Bogley's not going to survive. Oh no. <laughs> 20 we'll to deal hit. with the worm later. <laughs> we have a greater enemy in our midst. <laughs> Ugly. What was that to hit? Um, 20 to hit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Bunch of other guys. Oh, sadness. Oh, not bad. Check. 10 points of damage. Ouch. Um, and. I am going to I'm going to provoke an opportunity of attack and move out of his attack range because if he moves he'll take 2d8. So you're trying to provoke him. I'm trying, trying to, to provoke go him, him into move. moving. Okay. Uh, here is his at- opportunity attack. He doesn't have to move to do this. That's another 25 to hit. Jesus. So here is two slashing and eight necrotic damage. A total of 10. And is that That's the one back at? What? 12. I would have been dead. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good heal. That was a good use of that. You literally would have been at zero. Uh, and Ooh. DW, you're up. Okay. I'm going to move around to uh, to Hysteria and put a Band-Aid on one of those Aww, slashing quick wounds. What? Quick patch? Uh, no, a, a bandage. Oh. 2d4 on a slashing. Yes, yes, yes. Hurt. So that's one plus four is five. Five hit points. Very yep. nice. Is that a full 17? action? That's your yeah. action? Okay. Yeah. Bonus and action? You can... Yeah, you're no. right here. Can okay. you make it? No, I'm done. Five, well, five, ten. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, just, just to you. Yeah, all right. Good. Heals. Bogley. Says, uh... Hey, uh, well, why don't you slither around in somebody else's brain? He's gonna make a wisdom save. Oh my Favorite god. Support character. Oh my god. So <laughs> I rolled a 14. Not the wisest creature. <laughs> it's negative modifier brought it below Bogley's DC. Yeah. Wow. So he fails, takes two psychic damage, and you all are out of initiative. <laughs> oh, as Bogley took it down to death. That is the combat. It's- I'm going to turn around and look at the worm that was behind me, and I'm just going to say, worm yourself out of this one, buddy. And I'm going to stomp on it. 
And then, oh, I didn't realize you knew that spell too. And I'm gonna look immediately at Asteria and like, like looking for approval. Oh, Asteria. Asteria is pretty proud of him. And like, as as those words from from both of you, uh, equally powerful, coming <laughs> 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 out of your lips, you hear the worms like hiss and <laughs> and then just kind of like shrivel up and writhe, and then they kind of fall to the ground, leaving just the corpse covered in soap. Ooh. <laughs> a very clean skeleton. Gonna walk, like, kind of climb up Asteria's back. Just be like, oh, still, I got, I got you, I got you. Because this is something he's used to if he's ever hurt and I'm with him. And I'm just gonna do a little bit of acupuncture skills, cracking his back and stuff. Just, just mechanically. Oh. Like so, you're, you're the corner man. So yeah. mechanically, this is a, uh, a feature of my monk subclass. It is the Hands of Healing. Oh, hey yo. In character, though, I learned this from an uh, acupuncture person that I worked under I for a few days. you've had the lifespan <laughs> to meet all these people. Well, it's not the lifespan. It's just that I'm out of work with them, whether death or firing, very quickly. Oh, firing. You can get fired. Uh, I've been fired... Uh, not as much as death. Here's a little peek. But uh, never mind. So, okay. You've been <laughs> killing everyone? No, no. I was gonna. Anyways, I'm gonna spend a key point, and I'm going to restore seven hit points. Very nice. Uh, and so you 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 literally like unlock his chi and his chakras, yep. and you imbue this universal life energy back into you. And that's where we're gonna end it. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that was a good one, boys.